And welcome to another episode of the Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I'm your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And today we're going to be talking about one of the most influential horror filmmakers, uh, probably in the world, but definitely to Evan and I. Um, it's coming up on the three-year anniversary of the loss of George Romero. And uh, he's someone that means a tremendous amount to me and a tremendous yeah. amount to you. Um so before we jump into uh, our thoughts about his work, why don't we talk about um, what was your first George Romero movie? I want to say it was nine. Okay. How old were you when you watched it? Oh, God. Under 10. <laughs> right. And I remember being like, wow, this is boring. It's in black and white. <laughs> right. When you're like a certain age, you don't, <clears throat> you don't care for that. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I really grew to like appreciate that it was in black and white and it just it i like it but like obviously like we talked before like dawn is the superior film for me Mm -hmm. but night there's just so much in it that's like you either really like it or there's nothing else to like you like i just i don't i can't find anything bad to talk about like yeah i don't like cooper like he's an right. asshole but right. still, but, that, but at one point you're like oh shit like are you gonna get out of it so it's like yeah like you either like it or i guess you don't like it right and i'm obviously like a big fan of it yeah for sure Especially um, when uh so, sorry no it's okay when um i remember getting so excited because they talked about a 4k restoration for it and i couldn't believe it i was like holy fuck and there was a convention i went to they had the poster for it and everything. They're like, yeah, we're still shopping around. Like, what's going to be out there? And then I think it was, like, almost maybe a month later, Criterion was like, we're putting out Night of the Living Dead. Right. And I lost my mind because, like, they have uh, Guillermo del Toro, like, an interview, Frank Darabont. Like, yeah. it was... And it, to see those people talk about how influential Night was, it was like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. it really did impact and affect a lot of people for sure even say like oh yeah it helped me do this or right. help me do that and it's just it's, it's crazy that he went from doing commercials mm-hmm. to that movie and yeah that's what like skyrocket yeah I, I i was thinking about that on the way over it's like i i can't really think of a whole lot of filmmakers who are always compared to their very first movie right mm-hmm. like a lot of like you don't think of American Graffiti and THX when you're talking about George Lucas you think of Star Wars yeah. obviously but the only other one that's really coming to mind is like Kevin Smith with Clerks oh yeah right yeah. it's like that and then Romero with Night of the Living Dead but yeah. it's like I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head yeah cause like look at Toby Hooper Texas Chainsaw Mask right Wes Craven Nightmare on Elm Street like yeah that's you just go to that film like nobody like I'm sure there's some people like nope when you say Wes Craven, there's a peop- there's a few people that probably go, oh, Last House on the right. Left or something Hills like that. Hills Have Eyes. But, like, with Romero, it's like, oh, yeah, Night, Dawn, Day, right. Land, Bruiser, mm-hmm. fucking Dark Half. Like, Season of the Witch, yeah. The Crazies, it's you know, there's like, so many. It jumps def- to so many. Creep his, show. Creep show, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so many of his films that it's not like you don't just pinpoint him on one film. So I don't think it's possible to do that for him. That is true. You can definitely say, oh, he's the zombie guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. But, I mean, when the majority of your film category is zombie films, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't really uh, shy away from that. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, the first time I ever um, heard of George Romero um, was around the time The Diary of the Dead was coming out. I'm a latecomer to the whole Romero <laughs> stuff. This is like 2007, 2008. And um, I was playing World of Warcraft in my parents' room because that's where the computer was. And my dad comes in. He goes, I just heard that there's going to be a new zombie movie from the guy who made Dawn of the Dead. And I, I told you before, but there's one time I, I saw... Um, my parents were watching Dawn of the Dead, and uh, I come downstairs, and it's the part with that really creepy girl with the blonde hair, and she's, like, staring at the yeah. the body while they're all eating. And I'm like, I'm never watching a zombie movie. Um, so th- that was my only experience with zombie movies um, until, I, uh, until my dad comes in and, and tells me that there's a new movie coming out. And so I watched the trailer for what's inevitably Diary of the Dead. My dad's like, this is the best idea. And... Say what you will about the movie, but Diary of the Dead is a great premise where they're out making a horror movie and then the zombies are coming back to life. That is kind of a cool concept. Um, so so I watched that and my dad's like, this is great. It's going to be your first zombie movie. It's going to be a, such a bonding experience. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to watch that. Cut to 2010 was the first time I... No, 2011 was the first... No, <laughs> Sorry, I went the wrong way. 2009 was the first time I watched Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I was having a sleepover with uh, two of my other best friends at that point, and we had played Left 4 Dead all night, and then we're like, well, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, well, my dad has Dawn of the Dead here, and I watched it. They were like, fuck this, and left, and I'm, I stayed up and watched the whole movie. And I'm like, yeah. well, and then this is the only time this has ever happened. When my friends went home the next day, I watched Dawn of the Dead again. Like literally it had been like six hours. I'm like, I need to watch this again. And then ever since then, I've just been completely obsessed with Romero and all of his movies. Yeah. It's, uh, my, um, first experience with him in the theater was land. Okay. Wow. You go really far back. Yeah. (laughs) Opening day. And, um, it's funny because, like, I went with a buddy of mine from high school that I kind of, like, started hanging out with. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, like, he's like, yeah, I'm into horror. And I was like, all right, well, let's watch some of these. And I remember showing him Dawn and, like, mm-hmm. I think it was Dawn Day and then we watched Night. But then I, wa- I, like, showed him a bunch of other things and he was like, holy fuck, like, these, these are, I know, I was like, I know you're missing out. Right. So <laughs> we went to go see Land and, uh. Just the opening, when you see the two zombies walking in mm-hmm. there, I was like, "This is like it felt Romero right away." Yeah, and even when his name popped up on the screen, yeah, like, right by, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm actually seeing a Romero film in the theater." Yeah, and I couldn't believe it because I was, I love the zombie films. The only thing I haven't seen, like we were talking about, is I don't really recall diary right i might have seen some of it but I, i'm pretty sure i like at the time i was like this is not for me right <laughs> and then i haven't seen survival mm-hmm. but i've heard really off things about that so i'm like i don't care if i see it right now i'll watch it eventually right one day when you know that happens but <laughs> i i was so excited for survival of the dead like that was my version of like land i'm like this i'm seeing a romero movie when it's coming out like well, this is gonna be the best shit when and you read about it it sounds exciting it's like it's it almost felt like he always gives the zombies like meaning like there's characters that you recognize yeah but i remember reading early on it's like yeah it's like they're trying to survive too so i was like holy fuck he's giving them like full-blown life in this like it's a whole right. set of characters it's gonna be like obviously it's just zombies but if they're trying to fight and like stay alive to him like that's a different 
approach to it. It was like Ireland, I think they filmed in, or it was set in Ireland. Um, some point I can't remember. So, uh, so it, it has an Irish character. So it's basically about two families, um, and they both have different opposing views on the whole zombie thing. Uh, one of them wants. Uh, like relatives who have died, they like keep them like kids are like locked up in cages oh, okay, and stuff. Okay. And uh, and then the other ones are like, no, they're dead. You have to kill them. And then, so they've always been fighting back and forth. So, um, but it was actually filmed not too far from here. It was filmed like an hour, hour and a half away, right. I think. So yeah, it's actually not. Um, and, and that's the cool thing about being around toronto is like that's where romero called home for the last like 20 ish years of his life or 25 years of his life right so well that's the thing like before all this stuff happened we had like we were gonna go to toronto we were gonna have a bunch of stuff to like accompany the episode yeah we were gonna gonna go to where we first met him yeah at the eb games Um, yeah the land of the dead locations right like right on the gardener and like yeah it's I like every time in that movie when you see the zombies coming up and they get electrocuted on the fence mm-hmm. like I remember driving by there so many times yeah. like so <laughs> many times and there's just so many things like when they're driving uh, dead reckoning through the city there's a few spots where it's like I I know exactly where that is right and it just sucked because it kind of took away like I we were I remember talking about it, we were both so excited that yeah man, we had so many good ideas <sighs> for the kind of had Romero to substitute episode. that stuff and then yeah for a real zombie virus. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just so disappointed because oh, we're looking so forward to it, but yeah. at least we get to talk about him. For sure. And remember um, him that way. Yeah, exactly. And and I like to how it kind of worked out where we're still doing this episode like around yeah. when he passed, right? Yeah. Um, so, before again, before we get into his movies and stuff, uh, when was the first time you met him? Um, oh, God. I think it was... Whenever that fucking lollipop chainsaw yeah, game came out, twenty twelve, I believe it was. I think so, and it was at uh, EB Games. Yeah, and I remember going in there, and they had a girl dressed up like yep. the main I, character. I didn't give a fuck about her. All my friend, like I posted the picture of me Romero and her, and all my friends were like, oh my god, you met Jessica Negri? I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Jessica. I didn't Jessica even know who Negri. she was. She's like, a famous cosplayer, apparently. And I'm like, fuck, fuck her. Like, <laughs> I I remember being in there, and I was getting close to the line, and I could see him. And I was like, holy, he's right mm-hmm. there. And I asked one of the employees, I was like, I don't want her in the picture. Yeah. I just want me and Romero. And they're like, oh, okay. And I remember them, <laughs> when I got to the, the front of the line for my picture, they're like, this is the guy that doesn't, that just wants right. Romero. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, okay. And she just kind of walked off, and I don't know, give a fuck if she was pissed or not. Right. I was like, this man means more to me than anything. Yeah, for sure. So I remember crouching down beside him, and he was just so friendly right off the bat. He's like, puts his hand out, nice to meet you. Um, I remember just saying, like, you really, you really did a lot for the genre with Night. Like, you, you changed everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was like really he's like thank you so much and I was like Dawn is the greatest film of all time. <laughs> he's like yeah a lot of people like it. And I was like it's not even the fact that it's a horror movie. It's so much more than that. Like it's there's com- there's some dark humor. There's comedy. There's action. Like yep. who who doesn't want that in a zombie movie? <laughs> right. And I mean it's just like 
you have memorable characters that mm-hmm. you'll remember forever. And yep. he just was so humble and grateful for that. And I was like, I remember standing up, shaking his hand again. I was like, thank you for everything. Like, this meant so much to me. And he was just like, you're very welcome. And I was like, he's like, you're respectable. And, and thank you for coming by. And I was like, I remember walking, right? And I felt my face get red. Yeah. And my heart was beating, like, right. so fast. Like, I yeah. just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And it was just oh, such... Like, I'll never forget it. Yeah, me it, too. It'll yeah. be in my, my memory. I'll get old timers. Yeah, and just and remember that it's the last thing you remember. I, it's, it was such an incredible experience. It was so fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the first time I met him, too, was on that day. Um, and same thing. I Because he had stopped doing conventions for a long time. And I was like, I'm never going to get to meet Romero. And then my uncle's like, hey, isn't this the guy that you like? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, and he sent me the link to it. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And then I, I was ready to even buy the shitty lollipop chainsaw game if I had to meet. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so we all took the train in and it, everyone was there, like, from my family. And because they're like, this is a really important day for JT. So, yeah. like, everyone, like, let's be a part of it. And, yeah, it was just... Like you were saying, like, so at, at first he was standing um, to take the pictures, and then by the time we got up to where, uh, like, we, we were the last people who didn't get a standing picture, because, like, right after uh, the person in front of us went, he's like, I need to sit down. So they brought yeah. him, like, this giant pimp chair. <laughs> yeah, I remember that <laughs> right? chair, too. And, uh, and, and, and they sit a minute, and then, like, the whole time, like, the employees are like, oh, we're so sorry. This is taking so long. I'm like, dude, I'm getting to stand next to George Romero while you find him a seat. I'm like, you take fucking 15 minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. I really don't care. So then they find him the seat. He sits down. And um, and I didn't even have the balls or courage to say anything to him at first. But I, I was wearing um, a Day of the Dead shirt. And you know how he was wearing the vest? I was wearing a vest, too, because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to look like George Romero. <laughs> and then so he's like, wow, nice shirt, man. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> like, I love the movie. <laughs> and then so I walk over, and I'm just, like, beaming in the pictures. And he's smiling, obviously. And then we're just getting all the pictures done. And then... Uh, my sisters and stuff and, and everyone comes over and then he, he takes pictures with them too. And it was just such a great experience. Um, so much so that, uh, um, afterwards, like after we'd gotten the pictures taken, I'm like, that's amazing. And there's still going to be like an hour or two before they were done. The pictures before the, um, the, the zombie contest that they were oh, doing. Yeah, yeah. And we had done up my sister as a zombie. So she was going to be entered in it and stuff. Right. So, um, so we had some time to kill, um, and we went over to a bookstore that wasn't too far away, and they had, um, like, a book, like, a biography of Romero, and I was just kind of flipping through it, and that's when it just, like, really hit me. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I'm looking at pictures of him on the set of, of yeah. Night and Dawn, and I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm like... This fucking guy. I'm like, no one in this store knows that I just met this guy. Like, And nobody gave a shit, of course. But, like, in my head, I'm like, holy fuck. And then so I went back, and we're and, and I will never forget this. They sent all the zombies upstairs while he was taking the last group of pictures. And I'm just standing there. And then I just started crying. Like, not like a bawling, but I just, I was like, holy shit. Like, I never thought that I would get to meet this yeah. person. And it was just such a, a an incredible experience to actually stand there talk to him take your picture with him and it's so funny because like when you see those glasses in real life you're like holy fuck yeah. there's george romero right? it's like like one of the most just... memorable thing memorable things about him is his 
big, thick, square glasses. And it's funny because when I was scrolling through the pictures from the EB Games event um, after it happened, some girl... There's a picture of him pointing to the girl while she has his glasses oh. on. I'm like, fuck, I wanted to ask him for <laughs> fucking... I want to wear George Romero's yeah. glasses, right? That would have been so cool, but obviously I didn't get that picture. Um, but then uh, I think I told the story before, but when um, w- when they were doing the zombie thing, they had a picture with all of them, and uh, my sister got placed right beside Romero, and he's looking at her like... Wow, you look great! Like, who did your makeup? She's like my brother, and he's like, "What? Your brother did this?" And it was just so cool. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's just such a a nice guy. And then um, while everyone was like on their way out, like his wife's like, "Okay, we gotta go." And then so this, and then I'm like, I didn't really get a chance to like talk to him, so I'm like, "This is my chance." So as he's on his way out, I'm like, "Excuse me, Mr. Romero," and he turns, he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I'm like, "I just want to say like same thing." I'm like, "You are yeah. like my hero." I'm like. When I saw Dawn of the Dead, I'm like, I mean this in every way possible. Like, it changed my life in a way that you will never be able to understand. And the same thing, you know, he's like, wow, you know, like that, that means a lot. And then, um, and then I asked, like, I told him that I wanted to be a horror filmmaker, and he was like, the prime reason why I wanted to be that. And he's like, well, what are you doing about it? And I'm like, that's really fucking, like, damn, Romero, like, you got me good. Um, and I'm like, you know, like, I'm writing and stuff. And he's like, well, he's like, if you want to be a filmmaker, he's like, don't go to film school. Just save up the money that you were going to use to go to film school, buy a good camera, and just start shooting shit. And I'm like, yeah. okay. And then I was like, well, thank you. And then so he left, and I was like, I'm content. I'm never going to meet him again. I had that awesome experience. Then the following summer, um, they were doing the Dawn of the Dead uh, reunion at Flashback Weekend in Chicago. Yeah. And my mom was already wanting to go to Chicago for the comic book convention that weekend. And I'm like, let's fucking go because Romero's going to be there. The whole cast of Dawn of the Dead is going to be there. I'm like, we're going to go and this is going to be the best experience of my life. And so I got the... uh, (laughs) I got the... uh, uh, they were also doing a screening of Night of the Living Dead for some reason. Not Dawn, which is weird. <laughs> but um, Romero was there, and uh, he did, like, an introduction for it. But it was great because it was on, like, legit 35mm oh. print. But the print was shit. Like, it was really destroyed. Oh. It was kind of like a grindhouse screening. Like, that's how bad it was. But before it, and this is the best part, they played the 35mm trailer for Night then the trailer for dawn and then the trailer for day all in like film and it dude i will never forget how awesome it was sitting in this old ass theater just <laughs> after george romero left the theater and then you see like that dawn of the dead trailer with like the you hear the music and it's like um in 1968, George yeah. Romero created, and then, and then you just see the head slowly rise up, yeah. and I'm like, holy fuck! And then like the Day of the Dead trailer's happening, and it was awesome though because both of those trailers are like George Romero changed the face of horror, and I'm like, and he was just in this room, like it was yeah. such like a cool thing, <laughs> right? Like it was awesome. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then the last time that I met him was at Fan Expo in 2015. And um, I went to his Q&A, and it was fun and fine, and, and everything was good. Um, was it that? I thought it was Dark Carnival. That was, that was the last time you met him. Last time I met him was the oh, fan I you were there, too. No, I never went to the Dark Carnival, oh, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Um, I really kicked myself in the ass, though, because I remember seeing the ad for it, and I'm like, well, I, just, I'm like, I don't need to meet him every time yeah. he's available. 
I'm like, fuck. <laughs> now, um, knowing that I know now, you know, like, I, I wish that I had gone. That was, like, <laughs> the complete opposite for me. Every time he was at a con, I was like, I gotta go. Right. It's just, like, <laughs> if I didn't have money to get everything I wanted to get signed the previous time, mm-hmm. at least I had money to get something different this time, yeah. like, signed. Like, I have a replica of Dawn signed by, signed by him. I have right. an original day signed by him, and... They actually had Howard Sherman there at Dark Carnival. And right. They put... It was literally Romero. Um, oh, what's his name now? Big Daddy. Oh, yeah. Um, Eugene Clark. Yeah, like him. And then Howard Sherman. I was like, Wow, Holy that's fuck. awesome. And then it was Savini on the end. I was like, right. look at this. Yeah, this that's crazy. so good. But yeah, it's... Um, so what? So, so is that everything that you have signed by him? Like it, for all your oh, items? Um, or? What I, I got Don poster day poster i think i have some other things i can't remember everything it's either in like in a way in a box or something but i know i have a couple more things right just like the amount of times i've seen them and <laughs> right even when i like have didn't have something from i just wanted to talk to him no exactly right um so first time obviously he wasn't doing signing when we met him at the yeah. at the eb games event um, I had I, Don. I, I, I had Don in. My, I'm not even joking. I had Don in my mom's purse. So I'm like just know, waiting for it. To, my back. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna sign it. Yeah. And he's like, no, they're not signing. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Right. Oh. Um. Yeah. So it, that's so funny. I literally had Don too in oh, my. I was gonna say too. It's so crazy that it's so many years later now. We're doing a podcast together, and we were literally in the same room. Like yeah, with him, and we didn't know it. Yeah. It's just, it's right. Exactly. It like. is pretty mind boggling. Um, yeah, and then, uh, second time I met him at the flashback weekend, um, he was selling the scripts on the table, right? I'm pretty sure he brought the scripts everywhere, and, um, because it was the Dawn of the Dead weekend, I'm like, I'll get the Dawn script, you sign it, because, uh, if you bought a script, you got a free signature on it, and... It's funny, though, because that time, because you're allowed to bring, like, one item for him to sign, and then you could buy anything at his table. Mm -hmm. And the one item that I brought was a printed-out picture of him and I at the EB Games event. And I put it down, but I, like, cropped her out of the picture, too, right? And then he's like, what, you didn't get her in the picture? I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck about her. (laughs) I'm like, it mattered that you and I were in that picture. And uh, so then, yeah, so, so he signed that, and then I got the Dawn of the Dead script signed. I'm kicking my ass because I met uh, Ken Foray um, at the Motor City Nightmares like a couple of years prior to that. So I had him, he signed my Dawn of the Dead box set, and then uh, Romero signed the script, and um, I got Galen Ross, uh, who plays Francine, to sign the script, and I got Scott Reiniger, who plays uh, Roger, to sign the script. I'm so jealous. But I didn't, I don't, I, I, I literally. I'm such an idiot because instead of getting Flyboy to sign, I didn't meet Flyboy that weekend because I'm an idiot. And I didn't get, I would rather buy a Return of the Living Dead hoodie. That's what I got with my last of my money. Instead of getting him to complete the goddamn collection of the signatures. (laughs) Because I was like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to get Ken Frey to sign another item? I'm like, I've already met him. I don't need to meet him again necessarily. But then Flyboy, I'm like, well... Maybe I'll meet him, and then I ended up just getting a hoodie, and I'm really mad at myself because I will never have that experience of like all those people at <laughs> the, the same room. time. So yeah, I kicked my ass about that. And then the last thing that I got from from Romero was um, the plushie of him, oh, yeah, yeah. which I think is super cute, and I yeah, just love just having cool. it sit there with his little signature on it. <laughs> and yeah, it's um, 
But yeah, um, again, before we jump into the movies, uh, when did you hear that he had passed away, and oh, what was your reaction to God. it? God. So, <laughs> I'm going to try and keep it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing laundry, and I was waiting for uh, stuff to be done in the wash when I was on Facebook, and I like went back to the top, pulled down, refreshed, mm-hmm. and then it's like, the pat, like, sorry to hear that. You know, Romero passed away today and all that stuff. And I stopped. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't know what was going on. I was, like, everything was, like, kind of, like, just blah in the background. And I was like, no, 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 no. Right. Because I just met him. Right. Just a couple weeks ago. And then I'm like, holy fuck, like, he died. And and then I, I refreshed it again and more people are posting about yeah. it. And I'm like, holy, this is fucking real. Like, this is actually happening. And I remember I, I went outside because I needed air. I was like, I can't breathe. Like, I, I, it it sounds funny, but like, and I know, like, I was saying, you like, we didn't know them like personally. Like, we weren't like buddies, and we talk all the time. But the fact that they took the time out of their their mm-hmm. schedule, even though they were there to talk to like you and I at separate points yeah. or whatever, and like really acknowledge that we were fans and treated us like you know, normal people not, like, mad that we were excited to see them or anything like that meant a lot. And the fact that, like, there was once or twice where he kind of, like, said he remembered me, and I was like, I don't give a shit if you actually remember me. If you say that, like, that's fucking, that's crazy. But I remember going outside, and I, like, couldn't breathe, and I I called my mom, and I was bawling. Right. Like, absolutely crying. I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I don't even really remember the conversation with her, because I was just, like, so lost. And I just, I felt so sick. I was like, oh, I'm like, I, I was happy I got to meet him, but I was like, I'm never going to meet him again. Yeah. And it was rough. And I, like, really had a hard time with it because he, we've said numerous times, Don from him, John Halloween. Yeah. Like, those are the two big people. And, like, I still love John Carpenter stuff and yeah. that stuff. And, like, I st- we st- still have it, but I don't know when I'm going to meet him ever Yeah, again. exactly. But, like with Romero I was like fuck that's it yeah there's no more like I we have his movies we have photos and all that stuff but it'll never be the same and it's just like it was so hard cause like he really was a big part of my childhood yeah for sure and it wasn't just with Dawn like it as I got older like I respected Night of Living Dead even more and like I used to watch all three of them like together I would try and do that and like watching those I was like like, we have this, but, like, don't have him anymore. And yeah. it's so, like, it bummed me out so bad. Yeah. It was it was rough. Yeah. And then you went to the funeral, too? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that was even worse. Yeah. Like, I remember going there, and then I remember seeing, like, Ryan Turek, like, posted photos of being there not too long ago. And, like, he was there, and I was like, holy fuck. Right. I was like, it's crazy to think, like. You know they're all, like, know each other, like, through the circuit and stuff, but then to actually show up and it's like, no, like, we knew them and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. And I remember I was fine. Yeah. Like, I was bummed out, but in line, I was, like, I was with my little brother. Um, We were walking up, and I, like, seen his wife, and I was like, okay, yeah, like, I feel real bad. And I started talking to her, and I lost it. Right. I started crying, and it was, like, uncontrollable. I was like, I, like... I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what else to say. Like, your husband meant a lot to me. And 
she kind of got upset and she's like don't cry and i was like yeah i'm trying not to right. like it's, <laughs> it's unbelievably hard and then uh his daughter talking to his daughter and i was like i'm i'm i don't even think cameron was there i don't think he was there right or he might have been there but he left and then i was just talking to her and i was like i really broke down and i think it's because like that's his daughter so I'm like, yeah. you just lost your father like, yeah and even her has characteristics in her face yeah that reminded me of romero and i i started crying and i was like you're you like no but i don't think you really know what your dad did especially with night like he casted a black man in the leading role when mm. all that stuff was going on and they weren't really like it was kind of racist back then yeah. and Romero was like I don't give a shit if you're black white whatever yeah. you can act and you can remember your lines and play the part that's what matters yeah and I think that was a big thing it wasn't that it was just a horror movie it was like he was giving somebody a chance that other people more than likely wouldn't have back in 68 right yeah and I remember crying and like she hugged me and she backed up and then I was like, I'm so sorry. And then she started crying. I was like, oh my God. And I looked down, my like little brother's getting upset. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, I was like, there's, n- I don't wish this on anybody. Like I wish your dad could have still been here. And like, there were so many people there. I mean, the misfits sent like a flower yeah, yeah, arrangement. Yeah, exactly. I was like, they're big fans. I was like. I grew up listening to them, and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, they sent yeah. something for him because they couldn't Because it, it means something to yeah. them, right? And it's like, it's not just me. And then as I was leaving, there was a guy behind me. Same thing. Bawling. Like, yeah. Absolutely losing his mind. And I was like, this... He had such an effect on so many people. Yeah. It's like, you look, and it was kind of like an S. They were trying to keep it kind of like... clean so like it wasn't people everywhere and you just look and there's so many people getting upset yeah i remember looking back and i was like holy fuck i was like just i can't even believe like i met his wife too yeah his daughter and it wasn't like i was like oh starstruck i was like i feel bad for them yeah exactly legitimately feel bad well it's weird because we're able to like idolize these people right like Mm -hmm. we we have a relationship with these people that that exist but aren't really the people that we portray them to be right but then like especially after you've like met someone and you feel like you have a bit of a relation it's not to the extent that like you have with their work and stuff but but you do still sit like we used to joke and call him grandpa george like in our house but like he's not actually anything like i like i i'm not that close with him where i'm able to call him that but to us though it's like we do have that type of relationship and then it's just so surreal like when i was there and i was walking around and you see like if you go to anybody's funeral they have pictures of like stuff they did in their life when you go to george romero's and he's still it's like him and stephen king on the set of creep show and it's yeah. like well that's his life it's like that's not just the bullshit like oh here's a press picture it's, it's like that's literally his life fans. this exactly right like you said it's his life it's everything he's did yeah he's done yeah i remember seeing pictures of what was it i think it was dawn mm-hmm pictures in the mall yeah and i'm like they're not just putting that up for fans it's like somebody took a picture because exactly. that's what he was doing exactly that day. and they're like that's memorable let's put that right up. he wasn't the george romero that we know at that point right. right like he only really had 
Night of the Living Dead and like maybe like Martin as like popular yeah. movies at that point, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, he hadn't really become the Romero that we know. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's just crazy. Like, uh, so when uh, when I heard that he had passed away, um, it was actually the day of my engagement party because I was married once before and um, I was sitting down with my friends and we were just sitting there and. I open up my phone because I, I checked to see because I, I had someone coming um, and I was just seeing if they had found the place. So I open up my phone and then I see that I have four messages on Facebook and I'm like, that's weird. What the hell do I have four? Nobody ever talks to me on Facebook. <laughs> and then one of them is my friend from Texas, Shane. And he was like, Romero passed. I need a hug. And I'm like, what the fuck did because so many times there's like TMZ shit it's like oh this person's dead no not really right and I was like well fuck I really hope and then um, the other one message was from my friend um, Morgan and uh, when I had first gotten into Dawn of the Dead I was also first starting to become friends with her yeah. and um, and same with the uh, person that you know too Caitlin Reed oh. they were they were in that friend group and so they were around when I was like, when the first time I had watched on, I came back to them on MSR. I'm like, I just watched the best fucking movie. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. So like, even they knew about George Romero because I would talk about it constantly. And then so like when he passed and then like Morgan was like, yeah, like Romero's dead. And I'm like, the same thing. Like I sat there and everything got fuzzy. And I was like, I, I, it was as if I read that, like, my mom had been hit by a bus. Like, it, that's the same yeah. extent of, like, I was, like, I literally didn't read, like, I couldn't process what I was reading. Um, I got up, and I went out to the backyard to where my dad was, because he was the one who got me into, yeah. like, he was a big horror fan in the 80s, and my dad was out there talking with my grandpa. And uh, I walk over, and they're in the middle of a conversation, and then my dad's like, oh, is it is it dinner time? And I just looked at him, I'm like, Romero died and then my dad looks at me and he goes he, he opened his mouth to try to say something and then he couldn't even finish it and he just started bawling yeah. and then I'm like holy shit like you're taking this like a, I didn't cry but I was like holy shit you're taking this harder than I am and then he's like he's like he's like I care because you care he's like yeah like I grew up with Romero yeah. movies too he's like but he's like I know how much Romero meant to you and my dad's literally just like bawling his eyes out and then even my grandpa who had no idea what we were talking about he started getting tears in his eyes because like we're literally just standing there like staring at each other crying and yeah. being like holy shit and then uh yeah so I I took um my friend Morgan to the um the, the funeral thing and we got there just as soon as it opened so there was nobody ahead of us and um yeah it was just a crazy surreal like it it didn't like i was so honored that they allowed the fans to come that to was that. Like the biggest thing is that they're like yeah we're not it's not like we're opening it up for his fans too because like without them yeah exactly Romero might not be he, he wouldn't be right and uh i thought that was the greatest thing ever the fact that his agent and everything was like no we have to do this yeah for them too and i was like that is it was awesome. Yeah. Like, absolutely incredible. And then, like, you're walking through, and then you see, like, Dawn of the Dead on the TV there, and Diary of the Dead on the TV, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. and then and then they were playing Creep Show, like, when I, on the projector in the actual, oh, like, yeah. theater, uh, not theater, obviously, but yeah. the room where the casket was. And yeah, it was just crazy. Um, 
And then uh, as I was on my way out, there were a bunch of people with microphones. And they're like, oh, can we interview you? And I'm like, hell yeah, (laughs) you can interview me. Like, this is so crazy because... And then I wasn't in the actual uh, publication of this Toronto Star, but some, some, uh, some news... I forget who it was. Some news place actually used my clip to close out the George Romero segment that they did. Oh, man. And it, it was just the most surreal experience of my life because this is somebody that meant the absolute world to me who changed my life in so many ways. And then I was able to have the closing words of their George Romero uh, segment. And that's just nuts. Um, What did you, what were your thoughts on people showing up as zombies to the funeral? Um, I seen a couple and I was like, I understand like that's what it's big for. (laughs) But I'm like, it's, a little bit much. That's okay. That was me. I'm like, look, I, I get what you guys are doing, but yeah. like, this is a real man who really died, and yeah. there he, he, there was more to him other than zombies. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. But I don't know. I just well, that's how I, like I like you said. Like I understand it, but there's a time and a place for that, which is obviously a convention. And that's exactly. And I felt like if you want to have like a memorial at the next horror convention, awesome, good yeah. for you. Go do Dress that. Dress up then, or the zombie walk or whatever. Like if they, even if they wanted to do a zombie walk like maybe outside mm-hmm. that would have been fine but i, I felt kind of weird where there were like zombies walking up behind me like eating f- fake feet yeah. and i'm like well maybe this isn't the most appropriate thing yeah. to be doing right here that was, yeah that was a bit much yeah um okay so do you want to talk about um let's go through his zombie movies yes okay so you've briefly touched on night, night of the living dead um there's not really much more that we can say about it because this movie's like what fifty two, yeah. Now, no, f- yes, fifty. Hold, f- is that right? Fifty two, sixty eight to twenty twenty. Yes, yes, yes. Fifty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this October, I believe, it will be fifty two yeah, years old. Uh, um. Yeah. This movie's pretty much been talked about to death. But you enjoy this movie? Yeah. It still holds up. Very much so. I think so too. Um, it's not my favorite of oh, no, his yeah. movies by any means, but I understand the importance of it. I like this movie. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of this movie, but if I had to watch like this or the fucking Night of the Living Dead 3D that came out later, uh, I'm I'm picking this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Dawn of the Dead. We are. We will have it. We're just gonna briefly touch on it. Yeah. We will have a Dawn of the Dead centric episode where we can just air everything yeah. about Dawn of the Dead. Um, that's my favorite of all yeah, of his movies. My favorite as well. It's probably it's not just a horror movie. No, exactly. There's so much more to it. Like I said, there's it's that's the, one of the most important films in his is filmography. Oh, for sure. Um, but in between those two movies, he made uh, there's always vanilla. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Do you like it? I don't mind it. It's a, it's fun. It's different. Like, like it, I think it's like I was saying. We were talking about Bruiser. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a Romero film. Right. But it is a Romero film. There's only a few things. There's always Vanilla. It's shot. It almost, even though it's a completely different movie, it's set in the same, well, obviously it's like the 70s. So it still has that same feel as Dawn. Mm-hmm. Like the look and everything. So I'm like, this is a Romero film. Yeah. Um, first time I watched it was, I think, like just after he passed and i was like you know what this is actually not bad like it's yeah. not a bad movie it's just a different movie yeah, yeah yeah um for those that don't know um there's always vanilla is a 
romantic comedy, I guess you would call it. It's like there's nothing horror about it whatsoever. Um, but it's made essentially by the exact same people that made Night of the Living Dead. Um, like Bill Heinzman, who played the the cemetery zombie, he's like he worked on it, you know. Um, uh, the girl, oh shit, the name's uh, blanking. The girl who's dating, um, in Night of the Living Dead. Uh, the girl, well, fuck, what's her name? Um, <laughs> shit, this never happens. Uh, who's dating? Uh, Judy. N- is that her character? Okay, but character name. Uh, character name uh, is Judith Ju- Ridley. No. Wait. Because <laughs> there's Judith O'Day. Yes, her. Yeah, okay. So it is It is Judy? Yeah. Okay. The girl who played Judy is the main oh, character. Ju- no, Judy is her character name. Judith. Is the actress? Is the actress name. That's confusing as shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, anyways, her. Uh, she's in... There's always Vanilla as the main character. Yeah. So, so that there's a bunch of... Uh, crossover between those two well, casts. It's like even with crazies. Yeah. Oh, for it's sure. Got the, um, I always forget his name. The, uh, the has, doctor, whoever they're talking to. In Don. He's like the main uh, scientist or like army guy in crazies. Yes, exactly. And it's like and, it's so fun to see them. And um, the dad at the end of the movie who like has sex with his daughter, who plays by uh, Lynn Lowry. Oh. He is in Day of the Dead. Yeah. Right. So it's like. Once Romero finds, like, the actors that he enjoys, he likes to put them in a bunch yeah. of his stuff, which I don't blame him for. Well, that's what I mean. He's going to give it. If it if they do good and he likes what they do, why yeah, would you not Yeah, exactly. Back? Hire him. It, 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 and in that way, he reminds me of very much like Kevin Smith, who was literally just making movies in New Jersey, not Hollywood, and it's yeah. like, well, you know what? I'm just going to hire my friends as these yeah. actors, and I'll put them in every one of my movies, and that's kind of what Romero did, too. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see what else did he make. He did, uh, well, the crazies that we just mentioned. Um, uh, do you like the crazies or no? Yeah. No, yeah. it's fun. It's, yeah. Uh, even the remake. Uh, yeah. I didn't mind. No, I don't mind the remake either. I remember seeing that in theaters. I really enjoyed it. But like, again, there's, it's shot in the seventies. So it like really, fe- it almost feels like that could be, um, Dawn could be its own movie. Right. And Crazies could be the f- the first one. Dude, I'm not even joking. I Standing in line to meet Romero at the, um, uh, the flashback weekend in Chicago, I was talking with a guy, and I'm like, you know, with that character, like the Doctor character from Dawn, I'm like, you can treat Dawn as a sequel to The Crazies, and yeah. it fits more as a crazy sequel than um, it does to a Night of the Living Dead no, sequel. No, yeah. It's, I've always thought that. Yeah. Because it is, it's the. It feels beginning. more. Exa- it feels more like yeah. uh, Dawn. Um, another funny thing that I forgot to mention when I was talking about uh, Romero, um, when I met him at the in Chicago, um, the guy behind me. I never do this. I'm a very socially awkward person. I don't like talking to people. <laughs> And I was just, like, feeling really good about myself. And I turned around, and I'm like, so what are you getting him to sign? Like, I never do anything yeah. like that. And then he's like, oh, I have this. And then, like, we started talking. And um, and the guy's like, oh, are you guys from around here? And I'm like, no, I'm actually from uh, from Ontario. And he's like, whereabouts in Ontario? I'm like, dude, you have no idea where this is. And then uh, I was like... I said the name of the town that I live in. He goes, I know exactly where it is. He goes, it's right by Oshawa, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck? He goes, yeah. He goes, I actually come up there all the time in the summer. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are the... Ch- we meet in Chicago. Yeah. 
just because I happen to turn around and talk to you, you're a huge Romero fan, and I'm like, and you know where I live. <laughs> like, that's so weird. That and and weird. he was, like, naming things about, like, in the town. He's like, yeah, you got this and this. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so it was funny. Anyways, um, uh, have you seen Season of the Witch that he did? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't watched the whole movie. I, I can't get into it. I don't know why. Oh, God. I, the last time I watched it is when um, the company Anchor Bay put it out. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it was that and There Was Always Vanilla. Yes. There Was Always Vanilla was the lost film Yes. Um, of, his, of his library. So they put it as a double feature. And I remember because Season of the Witch is the main focus. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll buy that. Like, I never heard of it. And I watched it first then. I was like, I kind of dig because I'm... I'm huge into 80s horror, but I do, there's very select titles that are um, from the 70s that just have that look and aesthetic that I really, really enjoy. Right. Um, From clothing, set pieces, and like I said, the camera. It just, it looks great, and I love it. So I remember watching Season of the Witch, but I don't remember too much of the film, but I was like, I... Like how you were with There's Always Vanilla. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like it. Right. That's how I felt with Season of the Witch. It wasn't my favorite. I'm like, it's a Romero film, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Right. So it, I'm definitely due for a rewatch, because I they put out a box set, and it's uh, uh, George Romero between oh, yeah. Night and Dawn. Da- yeah, that's, and yeah, that's what it is. And that's in there, and that's just the only one that I haven't watched yet. So. Right. Um, have to revisit it. Have you ever seen that interview? I think it's from that initial, uh, the uh, the the double disc set and it's an interview with Romero and he is not in a good mood at all. Have you ever seen that where he's talking about those two movies? I think so. It's so funny because I'm so used to Romero being like his happy, happy usual self. Yeah. And in this interview, he's literally sitting there and like someone asked him a question and, and they're like, what do you think your fans are, are, are going to get out of this? And he's like, I don't really know if they're going to get anything. He goes, honestly, I don't really like these movies at all. He's like, he's like, and, and he goes, especially there's always vanilla. He goes, I don't even consider that my movie. <laughs> and like, he just awkwardly sits there and then he's like, you can take that out if you want. He's like, and I'm not just saying this cause it's my mood. He's like, but that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like he didn't give a fuck. He was ruthless. It was so fu- Yeah, I'll have to fight it. Maybe I'll put it in the end of this episode, but it's so that, funny. That'd be great. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, and then, uh, what else did he, Martin? Yeah, Martin, um, was just before Dawn. Yeah, that movie, uh, was, it's different, because he's not, like, an actual vampire, he's living out this fantasy, and, um, like I, I told you before, like, they're putting out this massive, just Dawn of the Dead box set in the Mm -hmm. UK, and they're doing the same thing with Martin. They're oh, just are they? Trying to find uh, suitable like film elements so they can do like the proper two K or four K scan of it. And I'm hoping that gets a UHD release too, because that's what I got for Dawn. Right. I had to get it. It's like it's gonna look incredible. I'm so excited yeah. for it. But I'm looking forward to that because that's probably one of his movies I've watched the least, and I really enjoy it. Like, yeah. It's not bad. And he's, uh, what's his name? John. John Amplis. He's creepy in it. Yeah. He's a creepy little guy. Yeah. And I think that's what really works too. So I'm like, this guy's fucking buggy. Especially yeah. when he's on the train. Yeah. And like the when woman's he, like yeah. asleep. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's, if, <laughs> if you did that now, <laughs> yeah. people would 
fuss about it, but... Yeah. Um, well, it's funny, though, too, because John Amplis is in Dawn of the Dead playing a character called Martinez. Yes. Right? So it's Martin, but they make it uh, more Spanish, so... And... And he's in Day of the Dead, yeah, as Dr... I know. I'm, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm gonna look. I know, uh, I know Sarah, fucking Rickles, Steele, <laughs> Rhodes, uh... <laughs> Logan and I don't know his name. <laughs> we're the we're the absolute like Worst I'm, I'm really bad at it. You're pretty good, <laughs> right? But like when we're both sitting there struggling to be like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy's name? <laughs> oh my god, where is he now? All right, hold on. <laughs> I'm just gonna put the gonk from Dawn of the Dead in this while we're <laughs> waiting <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell is he? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so anyways, Howard Berger is in Day of the Dead. Oh really? He plays a zombie. From the KMB effects, Howard Berger? Spin around cave zombie shot by John. Oh. So and yes. Yeah. But I had no idea that. Oh um, wow. I'm gonna have to look out for that now. Where the fuck is where is he? <laughs> They're like, here's a list of full casting oh, crew, but we can't find him. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Poor listeners are like... Zom- uh, Romero was a zombie in that? I didn't know that. Zombie with scarf, uncredited? I didn't know what? that. What? Like, how? I know that he was in Dawn of the Dead in a Santa Claus outfit, and you can see a shot of him oh. in one of the cuts, like, once. <laughs> when they're doing, like, the pie fight at the end, I think, and he's literally just running around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, I can't find that. <laughs> That's okay. Poor John Amplis is sitting there listening. He's like, this is my name. <laughs> How come you guys don't know? <laughs> <sighs> That's aggravating. All right, anyways. What were we talking about? Martin. Okay, We Martin. just finished on Martin. So, yeah, yeah, Mar- Martin's fun. It's a yeah. good good vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend it. It is fun. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely different than the good. usual vampire movie that you're used to, yeah. right? And and the <laughs> there is one like amazing part of Martin where it's just kind of like holy shit, and it like still is like creepy. Um, it's when Martin uh, he's been like hunting the girl for a bit, and then he goes into her house because she's having an affair on on the oh, guy yeah. and he's like you weren't supposed to be here and then the guy comes in and he's like no dude it's okay like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm cheat and she's like i don't know him and he's like what and yeah. it's like the weirdest shit because he thinks that it's the husband yeah. coming home and she's like no i don't know him and it's so creepy his name is ted and day ted, ted? fisher mm. yeah <laughs> okay. that's a bit weird <laughs> I, if you put a gun to my head, so I would have never guessed that. Right? Holy shit, me neither. Okay. Um, so then he made Dawn, and then after Dawn would have been Creepshow. Creepshow was eighty. Yeah. So then, yeah. So two years later, Creepshow. No, he made Night Rider. When the fuck did Night was uh, Night Rider seventy nine? It was seventies, I think. Um. So yeah, I think seventy seventy nine. Or or was it just before Martin? No, uh, Night Rider's definitely seventy nine. 1981. No way! Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah. I didn't even... I thought it was earlier than I that. thought it was 79. God, it's That's got crazy. Ed Harris in it. Yeah. Savini. And, and Stephen King. And yeah. It has a cameo in it. 
<laughs> yeah, John plays a guy named Whiteface. <laughs> right. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's funny. That's, yeah. Um, oh do you like Knight Riders? It's fun. It's like, um, more fantasy sci-fi kind of stuff. Yeah. I've only watched it once, but... I mean, I know that he really wanted to make that movie. Like that was yeah. the movie he was super excited to make was Night Riders. Yeah, and it I it did well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it did well for when it came out. But yeah, it's not bad. I don't mind it. Right. It's not my go-to, but like if it was, like I had the Blu-ray of it. But if it was on TV or something, I might watch it because I haven't seen it in so long. Right. Um. What about the two creep shows? How do you feel about those? So, creep. The first one's my favorite anthology. Right. Like of all time, I love that one. It's um, it's like star-studded cast, mm-hmm. like Leslie Nielsen, fucking um, Ted Danzig, yeah, yeah, um, and then uh, Andrea Bo- Balboa, yeah, uh, and what's her husband's name? Paul Halbrook. Oh yeah, 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 he he's great in the crate because like, he there's parts where you're watching and she's a real bitch to him, yeah. <laughs> and you don't it, there's nothing to like specify that he's kind of gone off into La La Land, right? So there's one part where they're having like this party outside, yeah. and she's bitching, bitching, and he just pulls out like this <laughs> cal- nine yeah. caliber and blows it right in the head, <laughs> yeah. and it's like. He's like, thanks, Wilma. Everything's yeah. going to be just fine. And everybody turns and is like, yeah. golf clap. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right. And then he just kind of snaps. And she's like, what would you do without me? Like, right. I don't know, Wilma. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's some of my favorite stuff between those two. Yeah. And then uh, Father's Day is a great one. Yeah. Where's uh, John my cake? plays Nathan's yeah. body. And, uh it's funny because the one woman just goes up to the grave and then all of a sudden you just see this hand come yeah. out and you're like, where's my cake, Bedelia? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, the first one, a lot of people like the second one. I like... It's the craft, or the raft. The raft. Everybody is. loves that excitement. Yeah. And it, it is, it's very, even though it's open, it's claustrophobic because you're stuck yeah, on this, like, square exactly. raft, you can't do anything. And people were just, like, melting one by one. The one that I didn't like from Creepshow... Uh, there's only three on Creepshow 2, right? There's, like, yeah. five in the first one and then three in the second yeah. one. Um, I don't like the Native American one, and that one takes up so much time. That one is the longest, I think. It's, and it's boring as yeah. shit. Like, I don't even remember it. But I love the Hitchhiker one. The Thanks for Man. the Ride, lady. Oh, my God. That's my favorite <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, my God. He's, like... Fully mutilated, like oh, I think so it, like, good. That's for the rhyme, right? Like, <laughs> oh, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, it's so good. I really like that one. <laughs> I remember the first initial hit when she hits him, and he's just like peeks up from the front of the car. He's like, thanks, thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's it's so campy. Yeah, and it's so good. <laughs> that is definitely my favorite. Yeah, it's good. I like that one. <laughs> oh my god, I got to rewatch. That yeah, scene. me too. I haven't watched creep show 2 in a long time because what, what was 2 86 I think so because that was who directed that um was King, Ma- was no Michael Gornick directed yeah, it yeah that's right and he was the cinematographer for Dawn and I believe Day as well wasn't yeah, he I think so oh that's what I liked about um the first creep show too uh, the meteor oh yeah with Stephen King yeah with Stephen he- King in it Okay. He's a crazy actor in that one. He is so over the top. But that's how I, I'd see, like, some 
redneck hillbillies oh, for sure. out in the field. For sure. Meteor shit. Yeah, ah, meteor. I and got meteor shit on me. <laughs> what does he say? Oh, you nunkhead. Yeah. Like, even him, when he's daydreaming, he's like, oh, I'm going to get lots of money. He's like, I wonder what they pay for it up yeah. to college. Yeah. And he goes and it's cracked and he's like sitting there with his hat, like yeah. kind of holy, like real nervous. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't give you two cents for it. And he just like <laughs> makes yeah. his face. And I'm like, yeah. He hasn't really acted in anything, but that is like his best performance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> even, okay, I know it's off topic, but Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. The like 10 seconds he's in, he's like, honey, this machine just called me an asshole. And I'm like, <laughs> that is perfect. I love that. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Oh my God. Okay, um, Monkey Shines. I like Monkey Shines. I like, I, okay, I like the end of Monkey Shines. That thing's good. Um, there's, like, a lot in it that's, like, almost feels kind of, like, it's almost, like, filler to me. Yeah, that's fair. And it, I, it's Romero, so I'm, like, I'm all for it no matter what. But it, I think it might be one of the, the weaker movies. Right. No, for sure. I mean, the, not everything. Just because we love him doesn't yeah, mean everything true. he did is the best, right? <laughs> that's true. But, uh, um, one you haven't seen, actually, Two Evil Eyes. Yes. Which uh, was 90. He did this segment, uh, The Facts in the Case of Mr. Valdemar. And um, it's about uh, Adrian Babo comes back and she's like, kills her husband or whatever. And she has like um, um, a mistress. So they kill the husband to get money and all that stuff. And they just leave him down the freezer. But then like he comes back alive and it's just like this old guy in his robe and he's got this bullet wound in his head. And he's just walking up the stairs. He's, like, <laughs> haunting them. And it's, like, almost like... It feels like he's not actually there. It's just their conscience playing on them now. So right. they're going to be like, oh, no, what if we get caught and all that stuff? But it, we'll have to watch that. His excitement is really good. And right. then um, Argento did uh, the second one, which was The Black Cat. Right. Which has Harvey Cartel in it. Oh, really? And it's just, like, he plays this photographer, but... It's, I'm like, wow, I can't believe Argento directed Yeah, right? That's kind of crazy. <laughs> and then uh, Dark Half. Yes. 93. Yeah. Which, honestly, is so fun. Yeah. It's such a good movie. It is. And I always forget the actor's name. Uh, Timothy Hutton. He is, like, the main guy. Mm-hmm. And even, like, when he plays the, um, the Dark Half. Yeah. It's, like, so different to how he's playing. It's, like... It works that it's the same guy, but they're playing two different roles. And it's got Michael Rooker in it, who yeah. plays the, the the sheriff or whatever. And even his character I really enjoy, because he's only in it for, I want to say, maybe a half hour. Right. But, like, when he's on screen, the chemistry between them two is... It's fun to watch. Cause yeah. Because like, no, I think you did it. But then once he finds out, like, he's not doing it, and he sides with them, it's like, I want him to, like, do a movie with these two now. Yeah. It's so fun <laughs> yeah. watching them. Right. And, um... Who else is in it? There's. Oh yeah, uh, Robert Joy. Oh. Who's in Land? Right. He's in it, and I remember the first time I watched Dark Half, I was like, "This is long before." Like I watched it late. It came out on Blu-ray. I watched it, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" It's the guy from Land. Right. And I, like we said, he's got people in all of his movies that are from other movies. I got so excited. Yeah. Like, I know him. Now. Yeah. I know who he is, and I know where he's from. And it's just stuff like that. And even, um, what's this guy? I don't know. Anyways. But yeah, when I seen him, I was like, oh, fuck. 
And right. then the ending to that movie is so good. Like, the yeah. final showdown in the cabin. Yeah. It's so well done. And it's another Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, there, there was a bit where he was doing a lot what, with Stephen King. What was the one he was supposed to? Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, like, I would have... Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have loved to see his take on it. He was also supposed to do The Stand, too. Not as oh. a TV miniseries, but as, yeah, like, a, a movie. movie. Yeah. So, but I don't know how you can do such a long book in, like, no. an hour and a half, two hours that, that a movie allows you, right? Yeah. So. But, yeah. um, Yeah, no, I would have loved to see what he would have done with Pet. Like, I like Pet. Yeah. I think it's a great film. But with him doing it, like, I just think it would have really done well. Right. And then uh, he directed The Misfits. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the music video. music video. Yeah. Which is, like... That's so cool because yeah. they're such a fan of him. And then you realize, like, I remember uh, LimeWire mm-hmm. back in the day when you could download stuff and get, like, tons of porn viruses. <laughs> I downloaded it and I remember it's like, oh, Scream by the Misfits, directed by George Romero. And I was like, holy fuck, wait right. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me a second here to, like, collect my thoughts. I'm like, he's directing a music video for one of my favorite bands. And I was blown away by that. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, like, I was so happy. <laughs> And then he, like, even from 93, like, I won't count Scream. Right, as, as like a it's filmography. A music, right. But it went 93 to 2000. Mm-hmm. He did Bruiser, which I just watched for the first time last October. Yeah. And I was telling you, like, it does not feel like a it's Romero It's very film. different. <laughs> There's maybe one or two things, but it's it's probably his most original, different yeah film that sets apart everything else that he's done there are a lot of parts of it that i really like in bruiser like yeah. when he when the mask is on his face for the first time like when it's yeah. like and i'm like holy shit like that's really cool and then there's other parts of it when like the girl's just like jerking off the guy when he's out of like the beach yeah. thing and then he, he literally like opens up his like uh <laughs> house coat and she's like oh you and it was like <laughs> jerking him off i'm like what the <laughs> fuck are we watching but like yeah like the other parts are like, eh, but then some parts are pretty good in Bruiser. So, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. My my favorite thing was when the mask first went on. Yeah, especially when um, the housekeeper. Yeah, him, and he, then that's when you first realize that like, it's like stuck to it's him. Like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And then he just like fucking beats her head in. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. Right. And then this, <laughs> it just gets weird. Right. It's so different. And um, then, so then he does land after that. Yeah, and land like five years. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like when he did his, his later trilogy, they were all set apart. Well, two years. Yes, apart instead yeah. of what he did was with the ten year pretty much of what Which, it used to be, right? Yeah, and I I like that big gap. Yeah, well, especially because he always said that Night of Living Dead defines the sixties, Dawn defines the seventies, yeah. and Day is the eighties. So unless you really know what your decade is yet that you're trying to comment on, I don't think yeah. that two years is enough to... No. Right? Yeah, because, like, even with the later trilogy, they try and make it so different. Like, Land... feel Land, I'll even give... Like, I love the first three. That's my trilogy, yeah. but I'll give Land the Land. benefit of the doubt, yeah. and I'll include it. But, like, I can't really say much on Diary, but... I almost feel like it would be a little bit different, especially because it's well, yeah, because 
It's, well, yeah. Uh, so Land definitely feels like the fourth part of yeah. that original trilogy. Um, and then Diary starts right over from the first night again. So it's like ignoring the first four movies. Yeah. Um, but then Survival is like a direct sequel to Diary. Okay, okay. And then his other film that actually just got picked up finally. Like I've heard about it for like a couple years now, which is oh, the, the amusement, amusement park. park. Yeah. And um, uh, they got it at Cannes. And apparently they're, they've got some sort of plan for it. Uh, they're like restoring it in 4K. I don't know if obviously it probably won't hit the theater. Yeah. But uh, if there's a home video version of it, where like I'll definitely get it. Yeah, and for we sure. We'll watch it because yeah. apparently it's like like a, a just a nasty like yeah, evil and he's like, mean spirited movie. Violent, yeah. But it has like that. It's almost like that same idea of almost a night where it's like it's a black actor as the lead, and it's I I feel like it might be something like that. Like right. it's gonna be. And I'm excited to watch it because there was one picture I seen where they first uh, were talking about it, and it's this guy in like one of those creepy, like shitty masks. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, I want to know what this is about, yeah. and I want to know what they do." In the film. And there's like no information about it. It's no. just like, "Well, we found this movie," and then it's like, "Well, this movie might come out soon." And I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Because it was like this was one of his first movies. Yeah, from like '72, I think. Yeah, so I'm. I'm very excited for this one. I think it'll be really good. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so you've never seen Survival, right? No. I'm going to watch that It's in worth... Well, yeah. Do a double feature. Do yeah. it back to back. Get drunk if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> have pizza. Just sit back and be like, I just need to to complete the yeah, viewing I thing. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, that'll be in my future. Yeah, for sure. I like Diary, personally. I... I, I I like Diary better than Night, <laughs> and I, think, I know that's not very popular to say. But with my thing is like when I first tried to watch Diary, I think it was still hot off the heels of Land. Yeah, and that's what I was expecting. Yeah, something to kind of continue from that. Well, it's the complete opposite, right? I mean, like Land was made with Universal. It was a pretty big budget movie, yeah. and then Diary is like two million dollars. It's like so cheap compared yeah. to what land was like he went right back to making like an indie movie right it's just crazy i just wanted to say too like he image 10 mm-hmm. him john russo yeah they started off 10 people made this film indie director and like he's like for me one of the biggest indie directors yeah one of the most popular ones mm-hmm. because i mean like he was always either and a big part of dawn and day and Dark Half Happening was because of his producing uh, partner, uh, Richard, Richard Rubenstein. Rubenstein. Yeah. And, like, I think even for him, if we didn't, if he didn't have him, yeah. like, some of the stuff might not have happened. And especially with Don, like, Argento even got in on it. Yeah. And there's even a cut called, what is it? It's Zombie Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, Argento went to Romero and was like, listen, I want this to release in uh, Italy and everything, yeah. but I want to cut it down and I want to make it kind of like my own version. And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And he pro- and then he helped produce it. And I was like, yeah. it is a different Oh, it's a com- feel. It is a completely different feel. Even the score. Yeah, op- it's all Goblin stuff yeah. in that score. Um, yeah. Like right down to like in the theatrical version where Romero put in like uh, library tracks for like the gonk that we were talking yeah. about or even like the the pie fight scene in uh, Argento's version 
Goblin does all those yeah. parts, right? Like, it's there, there's no room for anyone else to come in. Whereas Romero's is definitely an amalgamation of library tracks and Goblin mm-hmm. tracks and stuff. Um, have you seen the like his director's cut of it with the no Goblin score in it? It's like two and a half hours long. I don't. Do you have? I, I'm assuming I got that the you box do. Set. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you. So that's so, disc three, then. That's got that. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not a bad. It's the director's cut isn't a bad version. The Argento cut isn't a bad version. They're just completely different yeah. versions, and it's not so jarring to go from theatrical to Argento, and it's not jarring to go from theatrical to director's cut. But going from, like, Argento to the director's cut, you're just like, what the fuck? They are two completely different movies when you go like that. Well, I know it's going to be in the box then. Yeah, so, So yeah, you have the benefit of seeing it for the first time in 4K. I know. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I could have sworn I tried to watch it. Maybe I did, and maybe I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Maybe I shut it off. Yeah. Because, like, the theatrical... it's perfect. So yeah, to. exactly. Yeah, and it's weird because some of them do like alternate takes of lines and stuff, and it's not like if you're watching and you're quoting it along, and then it's like a different take. You're like, what the hell That's, is that? Uh, yeah, I remember that. There's one where um, Flyboy is trying to help Peter, and he's pointing the gun at him and shooting. Yep. And uh, Galen yes. is like, I was just getting. The Peter stop, yeah, and then the, it's like Peter, no, don't do that. Yeah, and it's like what the fuck? Yeah, and it changed. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't remember her saying it like yeah. that and that. I way. know it's weird. I dude, that was literally gonna be the example. That's the one the, that sticks. Peter, out my me. God, what are you doing? And it's like the worst <laughs> acting you've ever seen in your life. Whereas in the one take, like you said, she, she's like Peter. What? Stop! What are you doing? Yeah. And then in the in the theatrical one, Peter, my God, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? So rough. What did she just say? <laughs> yeah, that. Oh my God. It's just like it's like everything about the theatrical is perfect except that line. It's yeah. like why why did you keep that line? Right. So. All right. Well, then let's favorite kills from the trilogy. From the trilogy. So, okay. So do you want to do like what's your favorite night kill and yeah. then dawn kill and then day kill? Um. Uh, I mean, it's probably going to be your kill too for night, but it's the, um, the girl stabbing her mother with the, with the trowel. I mean, it can't not be that scene, right? Um, the music or the sound effects they have. Yeah. The, the, like like weird, like crying thing. Yeah. Yeah, And it's like, you're seeing a kid kill her mother. Right. the 60s. Yeah. Like While the dad's dead in the corner, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, with his arm already and eaten off. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, the one scene where she gets stabbed, and you see her jolt, and her mouth is open, and her eyes are wide, and she's looking, and it's like, holy right. fuck. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was her real dad, like, in real... I'm pretty sure so. that, like, they're related, that that's actually her dad. What was it? There was, um... It's called Hollywood Suit. It's okay. a channel, like, on Rogers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. They have a free documentary. Mm-hmm. It's like 45 minutes, and they talk about, like, Romero's night of the living dead, right. just night. And I'm pretty sure she says, like... Yeah, like, that was my dad. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's crazy. Um, okay, Dawn, what's your favorite kill? Oh, man. Um, I... I probably should have specified more, so... <laughs> I'm going to say favorite sequence Okay. for Dawn. Okay. And it's pretty much... As soon as the gang yeah. breaks into the mall. That is fun as shit. There's just so many, like, like you said, there's even, like, the the happy-go-lucky music when they're yeah. running around, and they're having fun, yeah. and it's, like, 
if you're sitting there watching it for the first time, you're like, these people are crazy because, like, this shit's going on. But, like, Peter says, he's like, that's a professional army. Yeah. They've been surviving on the road. And then they come here and they just do whatever they want because yeah. they know they can. Yeah, exactly. They're pawing zombies exactly. and they're <laughs> right. trying to take... Oh, they sit the one uh, zombie down. They take her yeah, necklace, necklace and everything yeah. in the rings and she's just yeah. in there like, <laughs> And <laughs> one of my favorite things, too, is when... The one guy's like taking the TV. He's like, "What the hell are you gonna yeah. watch on that?" He's like, yeah. I don't know, and just man. Smashes it and then smashes the big one. <laughs> but yeah, from beginning to the end of that that whole yeah chaos that happens is one of my favorite yeah. parts. Well, there there were some times when I would come home from school and just skip to when the bikers came in because yeah. I'm like, man, this is just such a fun time. Like yeah. the rest of the movie's perfect, obviously, but you know sometimes maybe you're not in the mood to watch the opening. You just want to <laughs> get to them running around the mall. Um, so I'll probably say that too. And then I'll pick a specific, ki- well, there's one kill that makes me laugh every time. It's when the fat guy gets shot in the bathing suit oh, and, and he falls into the ma- in the fountain. Um, but then the other, like the, probably my favorite kill is, um, the machete zombie. It's gotta be the machete oh, zombie, yeah. right? Like that's just the way he like hits Savini off the motorcycle and then he gets up and he's like, say goodbye creep. And yeah. he just gets them and yeah that i meant them two on the same day which was surreal uh, as shit i remember um meeting uh the nurse zombie yeah she was and super I nice find she- the picture because she was just walking i was like holy f-. i was like can i get a picture she's like yeah sure hun, come here and i was like yeah oh my god she was probably the nicest lady i've ever yeah. met in my life find that picture. um because when i i was dressed up as flyboy to that fan expo oh, and funny. and i walked up to her and then she's like, oh, my God, you look just like David did the nights we shot that. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Like, that means so much to me. And then, oh, uh, yeah, and then um, she gave me an autograph for my sister because that's my sister's favorite zombie was the yeah. nurse zombie. Um, and she gave me a set of Dawn of the Dead playing cards for free and a T-shirt for free. She's um, like, you are just fantastic. I'm like, oh, thank that's you. That's crazy. And then, um, and then I, I asked for a picture of her where um, – where she's acting like the zombie. Oh, so, her arms out. Yeah, so she has her arms out. She rolled her eyes up in the back of her head, and then after we took the picture, she's like, held on. She's like, I haven't done that in, like, 35 years. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to fall over, and I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, it was awesome. She's so nice. She was really nice. Yeah. Um, day. Day. Um, my fi- It's not a zombie kill. It's a human kill. It's when Tasso's on the thing, and then they pull it. They stick their fingers in his head, oh, and they pull out. And his, you hear the, and you hear the voice cord? rip. Oh, <laughs> it's man. so good because he's screaming, and he's like, ah, ah. Yeah. It just rips off. Oh, it's man. so good. So day's hard because there's the opening. Yeah. When they're calling for people, and Doctor Tongue comes up to the yeah, screen, and that, then it's such a good opening. You just hear the piano. It's like, yeah. And Day of the Dead comes yeah. up, and it's like, oh then, my god, like yeah. that. It's oh. so good. And then all the zombies start coming up, and then um, what's his name? The two pilots. Kyle Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> the two pilots are in there, and he's like. There's no point. Yeah. You can hear it over then. And you hear the engine going, and it's loud. And then you just hear that. Yeah. Like that. I was like, oh, man. So there's that. And then, the, again, there's the ending. Yeah. Where just shit hits the fan. And um, not one, but two people get ripped apart in a matter of, like, a minute. Yeah. And they just grab his one eye, and they rip yeah. it and pull open his scalp. And he's just like, ah. 
yeah. and he's laughing. Yeah, the when whole he's time. like shooting them and, and stuff. Crazy. Yeah, and even like steel. Yeah, when he's like when he gets, he gets bit, bit yeah. you see it pull and he apart. just pulls back and he does the cross thing with the gun and, and then, then he shoots just, himself yeah man but like there's so many memorable things there's the brain yeah the sh- on there's, the table uh, yeah. the stomach zombie where yeah. he like rips off the thing and then yep. leans yeah. over and you see everything fall yeah. out and uh Greg Nicotero's head yeah <laughs> just with like the mouth yeah <laughs> and then I think that has like one of the best scenes in the trilogy for me is Howard Sherman comes and finds yeah Logan Logan yeah and he shows him he's like oh I got the chain off but then he's like oh shit like he's dead yeah and you see and it's like I'm getting goosebumps right right now because it's just so good he reacts like he just lost somebody yeah and he's pissed off yeah. But it's fun because once he sees that gun, he's like, he's going, he knows yeah. he did it and he's going after him. And then Rhodes, <laughs> his death yeah. is so great. And he just screams choke on him. Yeah. Like when you see Bub start shooting him, it's like, oh, here we go. He's yeah. like getting his revenge. And then he opens up the door and screams and turns to try and go. And then he just shoots him one last time. And then he just yeah. kind of stands there and looks around and then walks off yeah. like nothing happened. And then, yeah, he's like, choke on it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... there's I Yeah, I should have really reworded it because I knew 3 was just going to be all over the place right. for me. But, yeah, those are some of my favorite moments in those movies. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, so rest in peace, George yes, Romero. Rest in peace. Like that, yeah. Um... It sucks that we didn't get to do the episode that we wanted to for this, but um, I'm still happy that we were able to sit down and and talk about Romero and his films. Yeah. Um, Okay, do you have anything else you want to say? Or is that it? No, I think that's... I think we covered a good amount. Okay, perfect. Uh, Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this episode. um, And to all of our episodes. Yeah. yeah, that's everything. Um, watch a Romero movie soon to honor his uh, the third anniversary of him passing. Because, yeah, yeah it, it, he was a very uh, big person, both physically and in terms yeah. of uh, what, what he's done for the genre. So if you're a fan of the genre, watch a Romero movie. Um, and uh, with that, uh, I've been JT McCallum. I'm Evan Doworth. And have a spooky day. We can. We have time to, you know, answer a couple of questions here. Uh, uh, I can't see anything, so you're gonna have to shout it out. George. Yeah. Uh, Where are you? Right here. Okay. All right. Yeah. What inspired you basically to remake the movie Night Living Well, you know, there's a story behind Night Living Dead. We lost the copyright on it. We never had a copyright on this film. We didn't know that. Uh, what happened was when we had we put the little copyright notice, the little C with the circle around it, on the title. And when the film went into distribution, the distributor changed the title to Night of the Living Dead. Our title was Night of the Flesh Eaters. And there was a movie called Flesh called The Flesh Eaters, so they decided to change the title. When they changed the title, the copyright button came off the film. And we've been fighting it ever since.
trying to reestablish a copyright. And uh, we haven't been successful so far. Uh, and so as of right now, the film is still in public domain. But the reason we made the, did the remake was basically to try to reestablish a copyright. Uh, you know, it didn't, it didn't work on this film. The, the, second, the remake is, is uh, copyrighted. But uh, this film still is not. It's better. <laughs> Which the remake? <laughs> Which do you like better? Uh, you know, well, of course I like this. And I, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know, your first child or something. You know, it's uh, you have, a, you have a natural affection for it, and uh, it's, uh, I, you know, I, I always will feel fondly about this film. It's not my favorite zombie film. My favorite of my zombie films is Day of the Dead. <laughs> I know everybody likes Dawn the most, but uh, my, my favorite is Day. Hey, you're right, Day, a fan of survival. That's great. <laughs> Source of <laughs> 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 All right, great.